Hi guys, welcome back to our podcast, Armageddon. I'm Min Min. I'm Anna. I'm Remy. And I'm Anand. And today we're going to be talking about the education system. But before we continue with our episode, let's take some time to thank our sponsor, House Academy. House Academy is a tutoring service in Thailand where students can do one-on-one or small group tutorials in the British, American, and IB curriculum, as well as other standardized examinations such as the SAT, ACT, BMAT, and much more. House tutors are experts in their specific subject areas and lessons are fully customizable. From choosing what topics you want to study, to going through practice exams and seeing your feedback, House provides a top-notch tutoring service. From our personal experiences using House before, we enjoyed the level of detail the tutors taught the content, as well as the helpful tips and tricks to navigating exam technique. For more information, make sure to visit at House Academy on Instagram or go to houseacademy.com to start your tutoring today. Now back to today's topic, we're going to be discussing the education system and the flaws that we see in it. Okay, so one thing that I've definitely found, this is less so to do with the education system, but more so just the environment we've grown up in. So we've gone to an international, we're going to an international school, right? And 90, probably 95% of the students are Thai. Yet the school is so adamant about everyone speaking English. And in my opinion, that is just a post-colonialist result of people who are white imposing their culture and language onto people who do not come from that same culture, which I think is a bit stupid. Cause like, I mean, you're, co- you're going to teach at a school where 95% of the students there are people of color, yet you're forcing them to speak your language. Like, I don't know, it's just a bit weird in my opinion. Like then don't come to a mostly Thai school. Like, yeah. I, yeah, I see where you're coming from, Anna, but at the same time, I mean, like, not to, like, like argue with you or anything, but, like, I guess it's also just because, like, we're an international school, it's, like, that people have to, or, like, they expect students to sort of be international by speaking, like, more than two languages, I guess, I don't no, know. But- I understand because I feel like we do speak English in class, but like when speaking to friends in the hallway, like it's not as if we're speaking about the teachers, you know, and they, oh, yeah. I feel like they have this like wariness that we're speaking about them or something. And I feel like it's just like a result of colonialism. Like, I feel like it's just white people trying to impose their culture on people of color. Oh, yeah. Like if, if it's just talking like outside of the classroom, then like, to be honest, I don't see any problem with it at all, because like even I guess. I don't want to like sort of like discredit myself but um I'm not the best at Thai so like speaking in like a informal way with friends like just it just allows me to practice my like Thai and makes me better at the language and for some people it's like it's more comfortable that way and so personally yeah I I think outside of the classroom we should also there's like a lot of there's a lot of like words and phrases that you can say in Thai but you can't say in English and like yeah. when you explain it in Thai, it makes much more sense. Yeah. Yeah, that's all. And obviously we read a lot of texts from like the 40s and the 50s and the 20s and stuff like that. American texts where in a time where, well, it still is, but in a time where racism in America was extreme. And I always find that like when teachers make students say the N-word because it's a part of the text, it's kind of problematic to me. Like, I don't see, I, I I feel like it's not necessary for us to say the word and them, like white teachers forcing students to say that word. 
especially when the students are not black is problematic because we can read the text like we see that the word is there and I feel like it's not it's not like declining the experience of reading the text anyway when we don't say the word and just okay I'm just gonna continue about kind of on this topic because Remy and I we took history in where we were still taking history but in year 12 we did like um America and the American Civil War and I feel like just the way the syllabus is set up is very white centric and it comes from a very like white point of view and I feel like we're lacking the anecdotes of the true experience not the true experience but the anecdotes that actually display how bad slavery was I feel like we just see it as this like this institution that was established but abolished but we're not actually taught how horrible it actually was we just see it through the views of these like white politicians these white military leaders and yeah I agree and also like coming from like a history student perspective I feel like there is a lot to the story that we don't get to learn about and I feel like it's purposely chosen that we don't get to learn about it I don't know I feel like there should be more effort put in like the whole idea of a syllabus like if we actually think about the people who are choosing what goes on in the syllabus they they really specifically choose what goes in the syllabus and I think like it's time to change like going away from like the whole history thing I feel like syllabuses in general should change more often than they actually do for example like the whole idea that every year the syllabus gets harder and harder I think that is totally wrong in the first place but then maybe you should just like be able to learn new things every single year I don't know a thought yeah, and also one thing I definitely found, you know, when we were learning about the suffragettes and like the suffrage movement, the women's suffrage movement, it was very focused on white women leading this movement. And it's like, we did not get to learn that the reason that black women were purposefully left out of this movement was because white women did not want them to compromise with the movement. Yet race and gender are so intersectional that it's it's unarguable that black women should be the forefront of feminism because they they are getting the brunt of gender inequality I feel like white feminism is very like oh we stay in the house and like like in Virginia Woolf's words we don't get a room of our own but it's like black women are out there actively working because they have to you know what I mean and like that part of history has been excluded from our syllabus so much because we're just learning about these like white suffragettes and stuff like that no, and you know, the funny thing is you actually, like, I feel like personally, I learned so many more like woke things on Instagram and Twitter than I do in school. And it's like, I'll see like a thread on Twitter about someone talking about, I don't know, like racing that. I'm like, whoa, that is so like mind blowing. Like my mind is blown. But then like, we should be learning that in the classroom. Like the level of like intelligence that I feel from like what I learned in the classroom compared to what I would learn on social media. Like, yeah, everything on social media, like not all of it is correct. And a lot of it is biased, but it's just like, it's so much that, it's what we should already know. Yeah, like, this brings me back to a conversation I had with Anna, I think, maybe it was this week, or maybe last week, about, like, how we wanted to sort of, like, raise, like, raise more global awareness for people in the school, and, like, yeah, what, like, Rebby said is so true, like, most of the stuff that I learned about the world, like, we, we barely learn in the classroom, like, what we learn in the classroom is always the past, the past, the past, it's never the now, or, like, even the future, you know, one thing, like another problem that I find with school that I think should be addressed in the future, hopefully, is putting kids in like ability, like, you know, like you have different classrooms, like top class, middle class, bottom class. And I think at first I used to think that like it should, that's the way that it should be. But then now that I don't know, 
what do you guys think about that because I think in one sense you want to be with people who are going to push you so that you're like put your at your top ability you know like you're being pushed every single day but then also the way that it makes you feel like I remember being in bottom set chemistry like dude that ruined me and I feel so insecure about my abilities so I don't know what do you guys think about that I think that I feel like it's not useful to have kids split into like sets by their abilities because I feel like it kind of limits the improvement of kids who do have the potential to improve by being around people who know what they're doing just for example like you know English it's always been a subject where they mix abilities of different classes right like I'm doing English literature in university and I feel like it hasn't made my experience studying English literature any worse by being in a class with not everyone to the same like standard like I feel like it's it's even more interesting to see the point of views for, from people who aren't at the same standard as you because I feel like sometimes we all just see like different things from a text and it's such like an open subject and yeah I feel like I've always enjoyed that about English as a subject as well um yeah just about like the mixed sets like I know with maths it's sort of like that now but okay my class was sort of built differently because we were sort of like the leftovers from every single set and so we were just sort of put together I honestly prefer when it's all mixed because you get like so many different like viewpoints on how to solve things and honestly I think it really enhances and enriches the whole like learning experience and I think that's the essence of learning then also maybe it depends on the subject because like I'm thinking about like PE you know because for PE, for us, it's really random. For example, if you were like a competitive runner and you were put in like a group of all runners and you all could like run together, you know, go to a marathon or whatever. So maybe it does depend on the subject. I don't know. But then also the teaching style as well. What do you think about teaching style in school? I think, you know, we have a really good history teacher. I'm not going to say his name, but he said that in school, they teach you what to learn, but they don't teach you how to learn. And I think that is key. But I think school should really teach you how to learn. Like a lot of it is just memory. I feel like school is just memory. Honestly, like you can be so smart, whatever smart means. If smart means just remembering everything and then acing all your exams, then you'll get into the top university. But if the education system is built on people being smart, then everyone who went to a good institution would be successful. But we know that people who go to like Stanford and Cambridge, you know, they're not the most successful in life. So then like, what's the point of it all? If it's just all memory, you know? Yeah. Like, it brings me back to history in HGCSE with, um, I can't say his name, but in a test, it doesn't matter, like, if you do bad. It's, it's always about how you, like, can learn and how to learn, like, smartly. Like, you have to, like, as you said, you have to know how to learn. It's about, like, being effective with what you learn and processing and learning from your mistakes and being a better person. So, yeah, I totally agree with you, Remy. Can I just say another thing? I was talking to Mr. Ma about this, and I feel like, if you take my English class, for example, there's one boy in it. And I think there's eight people and there's seven girls and one boy. And um, and that's the same for my drama classes. There's only one boy in it. And I was talking to my HE advisor about this and they were and he was basically saying that um, the reason for this is because parents don't really care what girls do as a degree. Cause like, like they don't really care if the girls go into humanities or like something like that because like STEM subjects are the place for well that's what patri our patriarchal society has led us to believe and I don't know I feel like it's just a bit sad because like just throughout history English and art and drama and humanities have always been associated with women probably due to the fact that they believe that women are more in tune with their emotions and therefore more emotional and therefore more hysterical which is kind of sad to me. 
But you know what else is that? Because like I'm planning on studying psychology as well. And I've like looked at so many like YouTube videos about people doing psychology. And the majority of people who study psychology at university are girls. Like it's a very female dominated, yeah, female dominated field. And a lot of people, I saw someone say that it's just because like girls have so much time on their hands and they're like pondering existence and stuff. And I was so offended by that. But then I also think that things should really change. You know, like there should, like, it's so unfair how like one whole, like, for example, STEM, like doctors, you would, I don't know, when I think about a doctor, I kind of think of a male doctor. I know that's the same for you. But then like, for example, like a firefighter, I think of a man as well. And like some jobs just have like a gender, a specific gender attached to them. Yeah, that's really bad. I was talking to one of my teachers about this. um, And she said that like she and it's so true she said that she's been on planes so many times and never once has she heard a female pilot announce that they were landing that they were like going off and like it's it like when I heard that I was like oh my god yeah that's so true like we've I've never heard a female pilot talk on the speaker before yeah I feel like just the job of a pilot in general it kind of perpetuates the narrative that men are like this like safeguarding role that men are like in charge of people's lives and that they have these important jobs to like protect people while women are sent to jobs that just allow them to absorb into their own minds like you say which is kind of sad to conclude life is it's just all it's sad it's a messed up world and honestly you should just focus on what makes you happy and don't let other people's opinions change you Honestly, and with school, I think one thing that we're all doing is we're just remembering that it's just a small part of our life and there's still so much more to high school. And we're in our last year of high school, but then from what I've heard, like other people say, they just said like, you know, you'll move on from high school. Like it'll be so minute in your whole life. And I think it sounds bad, but like you kind of just have to suck it up and deal with it. Yeah, that's what I think. Yeah, I think that was a perfect way to sort of end this episode. Um, If you guys enjoyed what you've said, today um i mean this is going to be available on both spotify and like other platforms as well as youtube so you know you can comment and let us know what you guys think and yeah once again thank you so much to house academy for sponsoring today's episode so yeah on that note thank you so much for listening and we'll see you next time bye bye bye